Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ben Roy Turner. Hello there. Hello there, Mr. Ben Roy Turner. Josh Brown taking a taking a bit of a break. He's been playing a hell of a lot of the Death Loop and um, just couldn't squeeze in a chat into his busy schedule this week, but he'll be back next week. Um, potentially with more thoughts on Deathloop as we all sort of just dissect what the hell that game is and the different ways that you can play it and everything. Because um, we just thought we'd we'd dive in head first and just talk about the reality of how it feels. Like, obviously, there's the review. You can go and watch Josh's thoughts on it. Uh, I know he's quite positive on it, but he did also highlight some negatives as well. Um, but I feel like it's not, for me, and this is only just completely, like, subjectively just for me, I don't think it is this, oh, my God, five-star, blowing the entire world up type thing. Um, and we can break down the reasons why and stuff. But what's what's been your sort of general take on it as you've um, put a few few more hours in? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm just going to jump straight into one thing. As soon as you get past the what felt like three hours of tutorial, where you kept given tiny little boxes on the screen, and yeah. you, it, it, and Lots of um, text. yeah, yeah, and also like when you first start the game, right? It asks you well, what size do you want the text, and I, I <laughs> jump it to really, really big because. Uh -huh. I, I've got the I've got things in my face, and then it doesn't affect those boxes. They're tiny, like they expect you to be sitting up against the screen, and then you're reading through it all, and um, I just ranting straight away. And once I wish this game would start off and just either there's a lot to explain, right? It's, it, there are layers upon layers, but I feel like once you get past that stilted bit, mm. I jump. I got to play the game for a bit. I'm getting into this. I'm really enjoying sneaking around because I played this game pretty much entirely. Uh, like a stealthsman mm. and then you get through to it and then you realize after a while wait these this is kind of like not it as in like a, a unappreciated child like is this it i want please sir can i have some more <laughs> but i feel like the game if like there's like a third of something missing i feel that like there's a, a an extra layer of something that it kind of needs not technically because the game mm. plays well and there's a lot there and it's got style style out the years but i feel like there's just a a chink there missing for me, which I wouldn't personally have this as a perfect scoring game as some people mm. else are having. 
Well, that's, that's kind of been my thing as well. And it's not, it wasn't that I went in with the, you know, the 10 out of 10, the immaculate scores going like, okay, let me see what's wrong with it then and yeah. try and be some sort of contrarian thing. It's just that I'm not, I mean, maybe it's just because, I mean, I've played about four-ish hours of it. I've got out of that really long tutorial bit. I've done a couple of the missions. I've got a couple of the slabs, um, slabs being the powers that you find from some of the targets that you're taking out. Um, and I guess it's worth saying as well that if you haven't played Deathloop or you're curious what the overall uh, loop itself is, you know, you are sort of jumping into um, a set of different locations across a given day. And at the end of that day, everything resets and a lot of your gear gets lost unless you bank a certain um, currency into them to take some things over to the next day. And um, the overall goal being to take out eight specific targets in one day to break Each the day itself. is like spend four segments, like morning, mm -hmm. um, noon, afternoon, and evening as well. So and yeah. each one of them, like either sometimes it, one of the um, it's, it's like afternoons, you can throw snow on certain maps and changes the dynamic of where the enemies are and what's going on and who's there. Sort of thing. That's so the stuff that I think is, is really interesting. Yeah, like yeah that, like that sort of stuff really punches it in. But when you've get into it and this sort of size of these maps are kind of small when you can kind of like once you're in it you zip tween needs to go and zip out and there are certain objectives i know i'm jumping around again where three or four times in a row in a certain sort of like uh you follow these trails mm -hmm. and it's just go into map press x or um, press action button on a thing and leave and then well, that, that can be the same yeah. thing four times in a row on certain missions as well it's like that's that's the stuff that even at the and obviously it is part of the tutorial the tutorial is elongated but even when you start when everything finally opens up and you're just told yeah. look you know you can drop into like you said one of four different um, periods of the day and you know different targets are going to appear in different parts of the day and maybe someone who was um, trying to knock away parts of a wall you go back in the afternoon that route is now open you can see what's behind there. Um, there's a little bit of variety there, but I still found that I was, like you said, just replaying the same routes. Like, it's like, okay, you need to go back to this place. You need to go back to your apartment, for example, um, or you need to go back to this uh, hallway or something. So you need to try and take someone out and you do just end up rerunning the exact same thing. And I know that that frees up over time, but there is that weird feeling for me. I was just wondering how much is it going to feel like I'm redoing the same thing over and over again as like a wider, um, I don't know, fatigue with time loop stuff and stuff in general. And that fatigue was right dead center for me where I was like, yep, I'm just redoing stuff again. Yeah. And it's like, I, especially me, I complain about certain games. Like why does everything need to be open world? Why do we need giant maps where I'm running for about half an hour in a desert mm. doing nothing? But this is almost <laughs> the complete opposite where uh, the world's so constricted and so small in certain aspects that like there's a ton to sort of like find and discover around, but mm a lot of the time that won't necessarily always play into what you um, are going for. And maybe uh, Arcane designers game like they did a prey where they expect you to explore and discover every little nook and cranny. But once mm. I've done that on each of the four uh, areas and more than once or twice in different times, it's kind of not get, like it gets old it. hat. It yeah. gets ropes. Like, yeah, there's, there's a really cute bit where you can knock over these uh, boxes into a domino effect and kill a person or you can go around and find other people sort of like uh, balancing around and doing silly stuff on the edge of like a big wolf's head or something. But yes. again, like they are, it's like, so there's five or six mate, like big interesting ones per time a day and sort of thing. And after a while you see, once you see the same things like, well, I know I just want to get through here. Okay. Just try that camera do, 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 and just go sort of thing because yeah. it's it, it just kind of I guess it's this 
it might be brought by when they talk about other games like a, a battle royale. I'm just throwing it, trying to pull games out of my head where mm-hmm. I'm doing the same thing for like 20 minutes. I just want to get to it. And I feel like now when I'm in, I'm in the late game where I've done like 10 hours more, right. uh, I just want to get to certain things, not to rush it and be done, but because I want to see that sort of content where I've seen I've seen this the the AI, the Eternalists being silly and doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the, the AI as well, we can get back to that in a bit. I kind of want to do a, a bit of a mix and talk about some positive stuff because I feel like the thing that's the best with this is how confident it is. Like they had a very specific yeah. vision for what they wanted to make. I like the I like the setup of an almost Batman style setup of you play as this dude called Colt and you have your um this like sort of hideout that you have your HQ underneath the island itself and you're prepping for these different missions and you go out and you do your thing, you take out a target and then you go back and you'll go back into your little dwelling underneath the, uh, the island again, like Batcave style and then plan for the next mission. And I like that whole thing. And I think that that does encourage you to go out on these missions with different powers and stuff like that. But I do know there's something about it that is just not really grabbing me. Like it's either in the um, the irreverent kind of writing, like the tone is quite sort of just slapdash and they're having a lot of fun with how crazy everything is. Um, and the world design is interesting, but for me, it's a bit of a weird tone because there's such a severe level of gore, like you're snapping dudes' necks and wrenching their heads backwards and stabbing them with a machete, but then it's all really like fun and lighthearted and hey, why don't you tip this box over and kill someone with like a you know, mousetrap style? And it's just... A lot of those, I know that's been like Arcane's whole thing, and like especially in Dishonored 2, it was like super gory. Um, but like, yeah, how have you found the the right? And I ended up skewing negative there, but like, how did you yeah. end up? Uh, how have you found the the writing and the tone and like the actual reason to keep playing? I think the the relationship relationship that I've seen so far between so this isn't the spoiler okay, specifics mm. between Colt and um, Juliana. It's mm-hmm. been excellent. When it first started off, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm into this, and I, I love Colt's almost quips and jabs at everything that he sees Colt himself and, is brilliant yeah yeah and the voice actor for Colt is excellent and the same with Juliana but after a while it's kind of like yeah you're just going to say three or four things when I come into a, a zone that almost aren't relevant unless I'm going down a critical path at the time mm-hmm. and um it pulls me away but then I almost admire the fact that they've um I, I think that they may have done this for a reason that all the eternalists around the map are pretty much just look like they're mannequins for the most part or they yeah. and and they're bright and colorful and they catch your eye at the same time if it was just like um if it was a man or when you you when you go and crack those necks because i like cracking those necks a lot uh-huh. if they went and you saw blood coming out then it would it would pull it down a bit but i think after all i almost became numb to it as i like, well they're just toys that i'm sort of playing around and destroying right. and maybe that's the maybe that's one of the revelations i don't know yeah maybe that's the whole point of the game from an arcane standpoint to have sort of like to be desensitized to it fun murder kill box where you can do fun murder things and Mm -hmm. it doesn't really sort of like hit home as much Mm -hmm. but then like say uh i'm gonna jump to some of the powers if i could yeah um, totally yeah your powers are the best thing there's um i'm looking at my phone as well because there's so much to remember nexus (laughs) which are i've so after watching a few views i've heard that this is a similar power to a lot of these powers come from dishonored which i I say dabbled in but nexus my God, I love that. I better see where you can just <laughs> throw this magical ball of energy at people. They don't know that it's happening and you link them mm-hmm. and you can see this sort of like tied by a thread. Now, what before I got that, before I got that ability or any really, uh, I was just sneaking around using the spiker, yep. which you get early on from Colt's room. And then it's I like found a silenced nail gun. Oh, it's so good. And I found even I found an even powerful one on a random Juliana that I killed because everyone that's come to my game so far, every real person. I, yeah, you've all died and I've destroyed you all <laughs> and I'm sorry you're just dead but um, um, in this gun 
I just love pulling off those headshots and the nail gun, you've got to sort of like uh, hold uh, down the aim button and get the pressure bit, going. Yeah. yeah. But once you get that link ability, I, I think I linked up about seven of them. Some of these attorneys are just one now, just watch them so all fall. That whole thing is like you do whatever you do to one person ah. will be done to everybody else connected to them. Because I you kill them, they're dead. Yeah, and I haven't tried too much because that was in Dishonored too. And it was like if you linked sort of like three, four people and you kicked one of them off a cliff, then the other ones would be wrenched off the ground and would fly over the side or would fly in whatever direction that was. Um, I haven't played too much with that power, but I did get it last night. Is that the same the same case where if you explode one of them and they go flying, does everybody else go <clears> that way too? Yes, because I've also got a, a lovely little, um, I'm going to say, a rapier it's called uh -huh. and um it, i again got this off another innocent human that thought they could come into my game and mess with me we'll, and we'll get to their, juliana stuff in a second they yeah. got their neck broken but this gun um it's kind of like a i think it's more of a bolt action rifle but sometimes people have described it more as a shotgun but it's a single shot gun where you fire one shot and you're done but this one has an explosive amplifier on it as well so mm -hmm. my shots are explosive so they're almost an instant kill any time of the week. And then when I do it to a group of them, they just go, they'll go ah, as they all get done over <laughs> by the one shot. I got the, their little mate that went off into the alleyway and they were uh -huh. all linked. And this just is, is that, that sort of stuff is where this game shines mm -hmm. so much. And I love it there for it. That's the thing that I was kind of getting at when I mentioned the, uh, you know, you go down to that, the, the place underneath the island, you plan for the next mission, you start having this bigger array of powers to pick from, and you start putting in the uh, residium currency, you start of imbuing like different powers and different weapons so you can carry them between runs. And yeah. then you do start to have more of a layout and more of like agency in the loop itself, which is obviously intentional. They want you to feel like you're on the back foot for the first, especially for the first day um, and for the first sort of hour and a half, I guess, of that massive tutorial. But yeah. um, I guess, like, yeah, how have you kind of found, like, the, the power fantasy side of it? Because I feel like it's definitely advertised as this really big, over-the-top weapons and superpowers and all this crazy stuff. But it does take time to get there. I guess it's weird because I play almost totally stealth. I'm just basically mm -hmm. living out uh, what if I had some sort of like first-person, high-budget um, stealth game that we don't mm -hmm. really get a lot of now. And when I've seen a lot of the marketing and other things, I've seen people going around and going out guns blazing if i go out guns blazing i would melt instantly like this say, game like, colt can take like two shots <laughs> yeah three shots and but very early on they they do a weird thing where it seems non-committal where they go by the way if you die you can just die two, two more times because mm -hmm. you've got this ability and you sort of time rewinds but uh you stay the same you just get pulled back and everyone else uh still thinks that you're dead and you can sneak up on them and be invincible mm -hmm. for a bit it's a key yeah, style. but for the most part i'm just i'm hiding around i'm Point, um, boinking people with nails at the very last bit, pulling out my rapier or my um, I've got another another little lovely gun. What is it called? The you had a poison the, gas gun. The, the four day. pounder, yeah, the four pounder, which I uh, got off one of the um boss like characters, and that uh is a a big a, a big ass pistol. I can say ass in the podcast, a big ass <laughs> pistol, and um, it shoots out gas. I was, I was like to say fart bullets, and I just cover <laughs> them in green cloud, and uh -huh. then they're dead. And it's a great way, I, I keep touching on the Julian stuff, which we get there, but it's a great way to murk anyone that comes into the game because no one's ready for fart gas and they just choke out and die. But that's, I kind of like, action is my last resort. Mm -hmm. And there's um, certain areas where I think either they want you to be fully action or you've got to have a lot more, you've got to be a lot more careful. Certain like areas where there's parties, for example, I don't want to spoil yeah. as much. I think and that's... There's, 
a billion people. You know, oh, this is more than I've ever had to deal with. <laughs> That's the thing, because like, like I said, loads of the stuff in the trailer is, you know, you can't go all guns blazing, but cult health goes down so fast. You can mitigate some stuff with some of the trinkets that you can get and you can get it. Like you said, you can come back twice from the dead and everything like that. Um, but also every gun or most guns have the um, chance to jam thing, which is like, uh, you said that it hadn't happened to you, but like no. the gun that got me through the game so far is this big um, like machine gun that has a nice zoom on it. And um, that gun just jams. It was like chance to jam is high, which is just like Far Cry 2. You're in the middle of like taking out some dudes and the gun just jams. And they recorded like a whole bunch of lines for Colt just going like, oh God, effing gun. And oh my God, and getting really annoyed. And I'm like, yeah, why is this in the game? Like that's, it shouldn't be a thing, but that gun, um, you know, that thing jammed on me and I died because of it. And I lost the whole loop because I'd been killed twice before anyway. And I had to like go back and do all that again. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, this gave me like 12 minutes vibes where I was like, yep, yeah, I just need to get, I need to go all the way back through the level and get back to that thing again. And, yeah. um, you know, and it's like, they do sort of, you can experiment if you, when you go through that level environment, try and find a different way to go or a different technique or something. But I don't know, I found that um, to some degree, I kind of just was employing this like scrappy, like I'm not a remotely professional hitman. I'm just sort of like, well, I'll throw a grenade over here. Everyone will run over there. I'll throw another grenade over there, blow everybody up. And uh, and then the target will come out. I'll shoot them. I'll get the power. I'll go to the next person. Um, and it feels like, you know, you can, as much as they, they talk about this really intricate series of ways that you can kill people, I still could just chuck grenades and, and shoot them. Like it was, it wasn't like this. I had to re-rig up this elaborate way of doing something. That might it's come funny. later though. In, a, in another world where we were all in the office again, I'd be like, I, I would suggest this thing where Josh sits there and mm. watches you play a run and then watches <laughs> me play a run and, and then we compare to see how wildly different they are because I feel like yeah. I'm sort of like crouching around on the rooftops. And by the way, as soon as you get double jump, anyone that gets rid of double jump is mad, man. Like, oh yeah, just... double, double jump should be in every game ever. It's yeah, it's, that takes out one of my free core abilities, four core abilities, because I'm like, I'm not getting rid of double jump. Are you mad? <laughs> I want to be able to jump up onto a roof and sprint away from all these eternalists, but... Mm -hmm. It's it. I think this game works really well mechanically in those aspects where everyone, I, everyone I've been speaking to, and I've seen uh, Josh's gameplay because I edited the review yesterday. Mm -hmm. He uses entirely different guns that I haven't even really bothered with because okay. as soon as I got that nail gun, I was like, silence <laughs> nail in the head, yes please, and then the um, balance it with like, the powers, get the fart gas gun, and get my rapier for just to sort out anyone else that gets anywhere near me. Mm -hmm. It's just, I found like I found the perfect match and I, I don't want to go back if, it, if that makes sense. It, like, it rewards experimentation, but after a while, I think you almost have to sort of commit in a way which I'm too hesitant now to move on from and it's been working for me in it that's sense. a really good point because i feel like um like you mentioned the four pounder which in your case has become this one that shoots the gas bullets and stuff but yeah. i guess you all the way the loot like, it's almost like a loot system type thing but um you're also upgrading different weapons with different trinkets or different like um buffs and stuff and then but you, the, the actual core weapons um for me there hasn't been a massive amount of variety it's been like a shotgun a machine gun the four pounder which is like a sort of like a desert eagle type thing um, and another one of Josh's criticisms was like the quite limited kind of arsenal to it. Um, how have you found, cause you're, like I said, you're like eight to 10 hours ahead of me, I think. Like, how have you found the overall weapon selection or have you just been mostly been sticking to like the stealth, uh, stealth stuff? Soon as I um, crawled through the tutorial and got those <laughs> uh, free guns I mentioned, I kind of stuck with them because mm -hmm. I wish there was a way I could just sort of like, when you can get some, uh, some of the uh, slabs and some of the other things to upgrade and you can mm. throw them in your inventory later inventory for later i wish i could be like well that gun looks all right but i've got a full arsenal right now so i wish mm. i could just go ding and throw that in the bucket for later and then mm. maybe 
go out and try a little run because I don't even I don't like to throw any of my guns away even though they might be back on you later I just I'm kind of like committed and I'm mm-hmm. there and maybe that's a fault of me but um I've been living the good life and I've been going through it and enjoying it as respect but I'm also on the tail end where I'm want to see how everything plays out yep. before I then turn it into a pure mechanical game and you know uh do some of the um assassinations in ways that I sort of either missed or didn't pick up on the first time and clean up those trophies. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. I think that's been my thing in regards to, like, it hasn't it hasn't clicked with me yet. And I don't know if it's just because, like, the tutorial is really weirdly paced. Like, it's almost like a, like a whole, like, it's really long. It is like an hour or an hour and 15s worth of game time before you kind of, because you're kind of thinking, like, oh, is this the game? Like, I'm going point yeah. to point, I'm getting story beats, and I'm finding out who Cole is or Colt is and what his agency is to the people on the island. And then it's like, okay, this is, like, a very specific way to start this game. But then everything kind of changes after that, and it opens up more, and you get the whole, um, you know, did, like make your loadout, design which mission you want to do, pick and choose. Uh, it almost kind of turns into, like, a Hitman game where you're just like, here's your target. It's this point, this time of the day, go do this thing. And something about the way that's all kind of fallen together, for me at least, hasn't really clicked where I'm not like, like I'm curious what the rest of like the story is, but it's also kind of just a, like a sandbox to be played with. And I kind of wish they'd gone a bit more down the sandbox route and stripped out any sense of story stuff and just kind of front loaded you with powers and like, you know, ways to encourage you to do crazy kills and like things like that. Whereas like at the minute, as you know, I think I just need to like put more time into it, but like it's been opened up for the last couple hours and I just haven't really felt like that much of a, a pull to sort of go to it. But I, I don't know what yeah. like the how the story stuff plays out. Like, do you think the overall like reason to keep going is just to keep experimenting with stealth like opportunities, ways around the level, stuff like that? I think as soon as you sort of find your way of playing, I would recommend just following the breadcrumbs and following the evidence towards taking out each one of the mm. um the leaders because uh, otherwise you're gonna kind of be wandering around and sort of aimlessly and not knowing when people are where and there's at least because you've got to destroy all eight of them before you can break the loop yeah and there's only four places and you can only go into four things per day so unless you find a way to maybe make them i don't know maybe they like appear they, somewhere else yeah. they, they go somewhere else and they might be with each other and you can cause accidents like in a hitman game mm-hmm. Pardon me. uh that, that so the, 
but that's all sort of locked behind following these um eight sort of like leads mm. and um they're enjoyable uh when they're they're more dewy than go press action button and leave when some of them can mm. be three or four times in a row which i feel like you could all uh i can could have almost merged all them into one rather than me leaving fast like forward into a whole level go do one thing go and back then again fast forward the clock and maybe they were like well on the way you would experiment but the thing is I back, I front, I fronted my game with that, and I sort of accidentally fell into destroying my first leader, and thought, you know what, I'm going to follow some of these now. So I'd already gone around and done a lot of the, I think what maybe what they'd expect people to do throughout the time, mm-hmm. in a way, and I've sort of like locked my way down now. So I'm just trying to get, not trying to get through it because that means like I want to get to the end. I'm trying yeah. to sort of like get to see the end of the story, and I would say. This probably could work better in a way. It's just a stylish uh, game that didn't have as much story, but then I feel like the perception would be, well, you can't sell it for a certain price yeah. in a way. But mm-hmm. then the story is a lot of it at the beginning and then some voice droplets and then mm-hmm. some animated uh, cutscenes and then towards the end. So like, if I was to say, example, I look, there's about half an hour of cutscene story stuff in the entire mm-hmm. game and then the rest is like uh, uh voice like audio and diaries and yeah yeah so it's so it it's almost not committing in one way or the other in some respects yeah i think that's the thing that i like they almost try and they walk to they try and walk a line with especially at the for the opening couple hours and i think that it it just felt a bit strange for me but i think once it opens up more and it, it lets you just have fun with it and like you said it's not throwing text prompts on the screen all the time and they can, you can kind of have a bit more fun with how free and open a lot of the different approaches to targets and stuff are. And that's when it comes into its own. One thing we were going to flesh out a bit was all the stuff with Juliana, which is a cult rival, um, like set up in the story, initially controlled by AI. And then um, you can make a choice. You can you can keep her as AI throughout the story if you want. Um, or you can let any other player take over Juliana, which means that at any point in one of those missions, someone can just leap in and all of a sudden you're in like a one-on-one PvP style duel um, in a monks and otherwise stealth style Mission. I think that was the thing that I remember Josh saying really elevated it. Um, overall, I've not had anyone invade yet. I fought AI Juliana a couple times, um, but I haven't had anyone um pick her yet. But how have you found all that stuff? Like, how do you think that changes it overall? I was skeptical going because ah, this is going to be annoying. Like, it's going to break like everything. A, <laughs> like a like a Souls game. If I can, I try and get away from that and turn it off because I don't want to fight any humans in that. But when it's uh, sort of a semi-stealthy shooter which i can almost get the one up one upsmanship mm. on someone i love it i <laughs> this has been one of my favorite game favorite parts about this game where someone's coming into my world and the first i was scared and then i re- then i sort of survived them and then once i got fart gas uh going, i was like <laughs> i was like oh they didn't realize that they were just getting choked out right and then from there i was like I, so I'm, I'm like walking around and someone comes out let's go and i, I almost want to show like <laughs> Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough, sort of thing. As I they think sort of they, you know, you get to told, me. yeah, exactly. You get that big thing on the screen that says like Juliana has invaded or Juliana has entered or whatever it is, and then you just know that there's somewhere in that map with you. So then all of a sudden it kind of becomes like a cat and mouse style thing. You've got to deactivate a radar as well, so that draws mm. you into the map as well. So yeah, so I guess you kind of know where you might go. It's like where you have more chances to find someone. But I think you said you messaged me and Josh like the other day and said that you'd like stopped someone getting their target or something. <sighs> So when I when I was Juliana, because I because um you can't pick yeah. I for some reason I, this game was delivered to me early. Thank you uh, mm-hmm. to the to the retailer that sent it to me early. I, I paid for it. Uh, then playing it and I realized, well, wait a minute, this game is going to open up tomorrow. 
and there's going to be a lot of people playing this. <laughs> what if I just found someone who's probably got a review code or streaming or whatever, and I went in there and ruined their day? So the first time I got destroyed, I was just owned, and I was like, "Fair enough, I, I'm I'm rubbish," and tried again. <laughs> And I found someone running around in a little taxi. I was like, oh, that's cute. Can't the taxi though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so turn, made myself look like them. So they were first confused. And that, nice. of course, that's a trophy. So I did that for that. Then killed them. And obviously then they zapped back and then they sort of chased me. And mm-hmm. as Juliana, you've got one life, but as you're kidding, going for cult, unless certain uh, qualifiers come into certain parts of each map, they've got three lives. Mm-hmm. And so I'm getting chased down. I need to run away and get some health. I run away and hide. And they don't go for me and they don't go for the radar thing to let them escape the map. Right. So I'm like wondering what's going on. I can see them off. You know, I can hear noises off in the distance. So I'm watching around and I see, um, I think I get an notification that they die. So they, I've killed them. Then they've died from something else. And then they're finishing it off and they're killing this leader, uh, visionary. I, I mm-hmm. can kill them if they're visionaries. And I'm sneaking out and I'm waiting. I'm sort of like controlled by, I'm, I'm copying an eternalist. Mm-hmm. And then they get up there. And then they crouch around looking for a window. I come behind them. I go to I go to break their neck and it misses and I just hit them with a machete. And they sort of like jump around and run. And I just get them by the neck and then and then I could see all this all the stuff that they didn't grab off the visionary. So they didn't actually complete the mission. Like, oh well, god, you've got to do that all again now. You've got I was going to say back. you know that that was their third like strike kind of thing as well. So yeah, they would have lost got, that entire thing. Because it said that I bro- I protected the loop. I got my little trophies and I don't have to really entertain oh, that mode as much now, but it's so fun. You but might have made them never play that game again. Because <laughs> I just, I, mer- I st- steamroll them first and run away to see what they would do and then just watch them for a bit and then came in with the neck break at the end. That was so The thing great. is like everyone's been, th- everyone who's played a Dark Souls game and invaded has had this feeling where you know you're messing up someone else's day. And yeah. it's like, it's a weirdly glorious feeling to just be getting able to prank someone that bad when the stakes are that high. Um, yeah, I need to play a lot more and and, uh, and wait for more invaders and stuff. But that's the thing with Deathloop is like, I like, I appreciate it. I love what they're going for. I love how confident it is. They clearly had a vision for it from beginning to end and they execute so much on the production value and the character writing and the world itself. Um, I just think for me, a lot of those elements, because they are so disparate, where they're just like, we want to have this almost loot-style weapon system. We want to have this planning aspect. We want to have the live elements with Juliana. And for me, so far, that stuff hasn't coalesced, and it's felt quite messy. Um, But I do want to keep going. I want to, like, you know, see how it comes together over time. Um, Because you haven't broke the loop yet. You've got a little bit left to go. Have you seen credits yet? I've um, I've killed everyone once and Mm. brought... I'm bringing them all in. I've got to say like uh, two more lead paths and then I right. can then combine what I need to, to break the loop. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've just got like the, t- I think the tiniest bit left to do. And then I'm sort of like there. But it's I got such an interesting like runtime as well. Cause it's just like, you would think in your mind that you can just run up to these targets and just shoot them. Like you said though, there's only like, they, at some point you're going to have to combine them together to make them, to sh- make them show up. So you can take all eight out and stuff. Um, yeah. But it's it feels like a small game because I think the level chunks are quite small and it feels like, okay, I see all of this game quite easily. And obviously the levels do change based on the time of the day and everything. But in theory, it should be quite easy to just shoot eight specific NPCs. But like obviously they're going to think of ways to shake that up over time. And obviously the story stuff might get in the way as well. Um, something that makes you come back over time. If I had a, a, a critique, it'd probably be like, well, maybe some of the areas could be double the size when mm. they're... When, when there's more just sort of open, like a beach area with a few mines and like uh, a, some broken cars, I feel like it's sort of, and it's an under, there's an, majorly just an underground bunker. I feel like it's almost a bit, 
feels that ps2 early time right, split right. is like level in there in some mm-hmm. respects and because there's no sort of structure to them you can go in any other way and they're nice and colorful sometimes but it's almost too small in some ways and then mm. yeah i the, the best play the best uh area is undum i think it's called undum it's what you start in i think yeah yeah um is actually yeah undum and that, that's the actual sort of like built up town place mm-hmm. which i guess would draw people um more back to sort of like a, a dishonored mm-hmm. but the others seem to sort of fall flat after all like carl's bay's okay but yeah, when they're sort of more open and they're not built up, it just feels like well, you can almost see the edge of the edge of the world from mm. one end and looking through. Mm-hmm. So it does. It's hard because like obviously there's been a lot of love and care going to these maps, and there's a lot to find. Mm-hmm. But as I said, if you've got if you do if you bulk that up at the beginning, then there's almost nothing for you towards the end. And apart from finding the inventive ways to kill people, mm-hmm. and when some of the leads can be a bit broken, but like, well press button run away it does sort of drag towards the middle i think yeah i think it's interesting i think that's the thing is that it's kind of been fascinating i the overall underscoring the whole thing i love how unique it is i love that there's so many different conversations that can happen about it and i think there's all these different ways that you can fall in love with it because so many things can be happenstance or you can plan for certain things or plan for a perfect kill and then it can it can be uh, pull off and stuff um, but yeah, we'll um, check back in uh, this time next week. We'll see how it goes. I feel like the general reception, obviously the uh, reviews and the critical reception was really, really strong. Um, but I feel like I'm not seeing hardly anybody really talk about it. It feels like a, like a gamer's game kind of thing. Um, yeah. where it's going to be people like us talking about it, um, which is totally, obviously that's awesome. Um, but I am curious how it does, because it was that initial thing that Sony paid so much money for to get the exclusive. And now it's a timed exclusive and all the stuff with Bethesda. And I feel like the Bethesda, what the Bethesda name should have elevated it a bit. And I feel like it's kind of just there now. It's this thing that Sony are barely marketing anymore because it doesn't benefit them anymore. And it is, or not as much. And it's quite like a curious rollout considering it's like one of the last two PlayStation exclusives of the year, the next one being Kena. Sony, so it's weird. Sony haven't really marketed it as much since that big deal went down, mm. and they permanently cut the price for PS Plus members. And you can get <laughs> it at least twenty pound off if you look at the right websites mm. and certain offers. So, yeah, it seems like like oh, and because they know it's going to be day one Game Pass like next year when oh, it lands on Xbox, yeah. and then there'll be another massive res- massive resurgence then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does feel like almost Sony just like good old Jim's like darn you Phil and <laughs> yeah it's gonna be interesting because the next one of these that happens is uh Ghostwire Tokyo and I wonder if there's gonna be if that's just gonna be almost like just just leave it like well, that's yeah that's the general feeling I get from them it's just sort of like oh god we, we, well we have to go through with it we signed the deal we've got to put yeah. it out but what's the bare minimum we can do in regards to exposure or champion uh, championing it championing it but yeah I think that um it's still a worthwhile game to have next gen game as well yeah, next gen title. I do feel like I mean it's a whole other thing, but I feel like they could do a lot more to take advantage of PS5. It feels to me like a PS4 game. Like there's a lot of loading, there's a lot of going back and forth between menus. There's not really a a seamless 4K 60 ray tracing. The dual sense stuff is all right. The, 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 um, it's all right. Yeah. I, I like I like the footsteps feels, and I, and I, we we've had this in a few games now where each mm. gun feels a bit different, and I'm kind of like not over that, but I come like it's it's happened now, and I've experienced it. And there are a couple of options, but I don't think you'd want to drop this game below sixty because no, I think it's especially when you get in, when you get invaded, I feel like that, that could almost hinder you in some respects. Yeah, if they were on the sixty and you chose the thirty FPS uh, ray tracing thing, I think you'd be a bit of a disadvantage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in regards to the dual sense stuff, I feel like because you're going to pick up Returnal uh, just before Christmas or like for the rest of this year, that yeah. game for me still has the absolute best dual sense stuff. 
Um, and I think that it's, it's, it's just another sort of curious talking point as to how much Sony are mandating developers to be like, if you're on PS5 and you're showing off the PlayStation controller, the DualSense controller, um, you should be doing more with the DualSense. And I feel like obviously with Returnal, it was this big showcase of it. It's almost just as much a part of the game as the audio design um, or the game itself. So yeah, Deathloop, just incredibly curious to see what people think. So let us know what you think down in the comments below. If you've been playing Deathloop, if you're looking forward to it, maybe you're hanging off until next year when there's some undoubtedly Game of the Year style version for then. Um, for now, though, this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Hilford, joined by Ben Turner. I'm going to go and break that loop. <laughs> I am also going to break that loop, and we will catch you all next week. Bye-bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.